Hi, Anne here. Today we're talking about skeletons and closet, the media creating more of a divide amongst parties than actually convincing people. The partisan media has always had the tactic to spread accusations about the other party, but it's been easier than ever to spread information and change the narrative, especially today and last 20 some odd years. Even from the beginning, political parties were controlled by political elites to communicate to people through partisan newspapers, so it's not surprising that we're in this issue today, especially when both parties are trying to find accusations against the other candidate to convince um, the voters to vote for a different candidate than they were originally because candidate image affects um, how voters vote. And with the technology from the media, it has been able to influence political contests. Especially with the internet and social media has made it easier than ever to post a ton of stories in an instant. So it is readily available for everyone to read and it shows up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So but it's pretty easy to post a billion stories that could be real, fake, not getting the whole story. So the accusations we're looking at, because it was very easy to put on the ink playing field, are sexual misconduct scandals from Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Brett Kavanaugh, and Joe Biden. And especially with the Me Too movement being like a dominant thing in the last couple of years, it made it more relevant than ever. Because more people have come forward against celebrities and people in power. But it seems that the media will weigh the accusations based on what party the candidates um, slash Kavanaugh are abide by. And it's pretty obvious to tell, especially with Kavanaugh and Biden being within a year of the accusations coming forward. And part of the problem is Republicans and Democrats often gravitate towards media that reflect their partisan ideology. So not going to read something a Republican news station posted versus vice versa. And they're not going to share the facts between the two media outlets because they don't really want to have different messages. And which often causes unproven facts no matter what. And then... This also caused people to pick sides because they're reading or listening to the news um, story that best follows them. So we're now spinning the story and producing less factual information. So people are arguing because, well, I read this, so it has to be true because I trust that news story, which is not always a good idea because you're never reading the full story because there's always two sides to every story and clearly the media hasn't learned that lesson because we're producing one-sided stories and not getting the whole truth. And so now people are at a gridlock, not really wanting to have a civil conversation. And this even happened in the 1992 election when Clinton was like, claimed a double standard when Bush wasn't wasn't receiving the same scrutiny. And it was supposedly creating an unfair negative image towards him. But like really, the incumbent Bush was more intrigued on his failures, and it didn't even create the media, but, like, the media is gonna create a false image. This is nothing new. It's just, I think before, we were reading both sides of the story or ignoring it completely.
Uh, but in reality, there was probably, since media was so dominated at this point, there were probably more negative political message, but there's also still the same amount of positive messages. But you're seeing a lot of negative because most people gravitates toward the negative. And it's because um, partisan media doesn't want to put two different stories because it's going to diminish the message because it's going to be less persuasive and convince people if it's just all over the place. So we can't have that. So now people only want to read one-sided arguments and not fully looking at both sides because I think what the partisan media is having both so they can be more persuasive. But now we're at a point where people don't want to even look at both sides. And this first happened with Bill Clinton because he was able to convince the media, use the media to convince the American people that what he did wasn't really matter because people only saw at that point his side of the story and not really paying attention to the whole side of the story anymore because how does a someone who has admitted to having sexual relations with an intern and impeached by the House of Representatives and still remain popular? Well, lucky for him, the House of Representatives was a GOP-dominated majority. Originally, the media was all over the story, like jokes on SNL, like this wasn't good to have. But once the Senate trial hit, it was completely different. He would remain popular, was acquitted, and this is because in the beginning, majority of Americans thought he should step down for making Monica lie under oath, but the State of the Union really helped him because he was able to use that to his advantage since it was broadcasted by the media and the narrative completely changed by making a right-wing conspiracy by wanting to hate people more than him, that there were more people at fault than what his mistake was. And Hillary even defended her husband, adding positives to the narrative to make people forget, like, economic prosperity, political stances on public issues that the Democrats really connected with, and it convinced the American people to be more skeptical of his guilt and can, and it quickly changed to not to not liking him to convincing the public to hate enemies more like Monica Lewinsky being held without a lawyer and her mom being forced to testify and the House GOP not being very sympathetic and convinced that it was a political vendetta. So when you put those in there, it's very easy to completely switch gears if you put more hate on the other people and not the spotlight on you. Uh, because prior to the State of the Union, two-thirds of Americans believe he should resign. After that, it fell to 50%. Most Americans didn't want to impeach him. So that would be the original, complete party divide. Because Republicans think that he should be held responsible. And Democrats now believe that he shouldn't have because he there was other people that did worse than him. Like, he was perfectly okay with doing that since there it completely changed that he was not unfit for president anymore since he did more good than bad because people are now looking at the positives if you agree with that president because if you love someone, you're not going to look at the negatives. You always find the positives in someone, so he was able to use that to his advantage. And again, this is also the path that every other person that has been accused of sexual misconduct 
because it happened again, except the roles were reversed now. Because now Trump has been scrutinized for allegations that have come forward. And the liberal media is all over it, convincing the people to hate him, causing an even more divide than Bill Clinton, probably because of the era it was. But, I mean, there's still the divide, but Trump's divide has been worse, especially with... We're going to talk about Brett Kavanaugh, but Brett Kavanaugh was another piece for the liberal media to broadcast. And then you have the Republican media saying he's producing all the positives. So you have the negatives on the liberal, the positive on the Republican side. Because the liberal media is only focused on all the flaws, especially misconduct, mostly since he supposedly assaulted all these females that he's unfit causing the half the American people to hate him and the other half respecting him so you're complete completely having all fights especially on college campuses and just creating a more divide where we can't have compromise anymore that I hate since you like him I have to hate you kind of deal now which is never okay but it's worse than what Bill Clinton was because we're in this era where now it's more today. So you can see the more hatred it was because most people have never really talked about Bill Clinton since then. It's not really relevant anymore. There was a forgetting. And the Republicans have been quickly to forget and not really worry about it since it's not really their dominant feature of what they want a president. They want someone with economic prosperity and that's what Trump has done, so they're okay with him, but the liberals are not for this reason, so it's created a divide, and that people can't even have conversations anymore because of the sexual assault allegations that have come forward by some females, and so the liberal media keeps looking at it, but they can't get to him because there's not enough power you can just, at this point, you can only convince the American people. You can't really convince people responsible for getting him impeached and kicked out of office. Because the House of Representatives have tried to impeach him, but there's not enough power to get him impeached. So it's just creating more of a divide now because there's not going to be a partisan, bipartisan agreement anymore because of that reason. Because the Democrats think he's unfit and Republicans still think it's a political vendetta against him because it's happened four times just the sexual assault was one of the pieces to the puzzle so you can see how the media is more convincing the American people to hate him and the Democrat elites too but it's not convincing Republicans so that's why there's more of a divide and this Brett Kavanaugh was another wedge into the party lines like completely separating them because again the Democrats like didn't want to lose any more power and when Kavanaugh came in the mix he was ruining the swing vote because Anthony Kennedy was a swing vote and Kavanaugh is more on the conservative side and they were convinced that Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned and he had a role in the investigation of Bill Clinton and they were able to dig up some skeletons in the closet with him because when he was in high school, Kavanaugh was accused of sexual misconduct, which is ridiculous because he's the only one that was not in 
a source of role power. He was in high school. So how is that even relevant? That should have never happened. That's the only one that never should have happened. But the Democrats were able to find Christine Blasey Ford, and it was a witch hunt. That's when you saw the media using the, creating the image of Kavanaugh being a monster. Even though it was something that happened in high school, it wasn't something that happened last year, wasn't something that happened as, a role, as being, having a role of power. And so just split everyone again because you had half all the Democrats voting against and all the Republicans wanting to keep him because they didn't want to lose, create an undermined credibility either. And it just ended up having more pe- American people because you had half believing Christine Blasey Ford and half thinking Kavanaugh had nothing to do with it. But again, there was not enough power for the Democrats to get their way, so it was just forgotten and nothing happened. And Joe Biden's probably going to follow the path, just creating more of a divide, because now we're at a reverse again with Joe Biden being a Democrat and the Republicans getting annoyed because of what happened with Trump and Kavanaugh, thinking, well, why is it fair that the media is creating this image, mostly the liberal media, creating the image of Kavanaugh and Trump being monsters for being accused, but it's okay if Joe Biden isn't accused. And you can tell that the media has done a decent job with hiding it or changing the narrative for him to create a better image because of this reason, because it's too late to find another candidate and you don't want to undermine the credibility of the Democratic Party or there's no way Biden's going to win in 2020. And so they've been trying to, like, create a positive narrative on them, but the Republicans are also creating a negative narrative because of what happened with Kavanaugh and Trump. So it's just another division, again, with Republicans thinking he should be reprimanded if he did it or, like, at least look into the investigation because of what happened with Kavanaugh's inappropriate investigation where he had to go through the Senate and the media broadcasting things that maybe not have happened, like changing the narrative and not looking at both stories. And this is what happened with Joe Biden. So the initial article was published on Easter. So not even, no one's not even looking at the news because they're with their family since it's a national holiday. And even though AOC believed Tara Reid, but she had to because the Democrats are trying to have a united front and the media is trying to portray that. And again, you still have Republicans more likely to believe the allegations or thinking that something should happen with it just because of what happened with Kavanaugh. And then it seems the Democrats are being hypocritical because they're supposed to be the champion of Me Too, but yet they're not putting in accountability because their slogan is Believe All Women, but it's not happening right now. So you can see the liberal trying to paint a picture that this never happened, even though you're supposed to believe a woman, but like this time you shouldn't because it, um, it's Joe Biden. He couldn't have done it. And it's also, you can see how the media painted a terrible picture of Kavanaugh for someone who was in high school versus someone in a position of power. So you can see that this is just not okay. Like liberal versus Republican media, the one-sided story. 
and there's not any bipartisan because it would persuade the message less. And it's also they were also able to come. You can't even commute if um you have feminist organizations coming forward saying, well we believe Ford. So if we believe Ford, it happened. But if um we don't believe Tara Reid, it didn't happen. So you have people like in high positions like that not believing. And there have been very little crickets. I don't know if it's because of coronavirus, but it's not because there's been more news stories coming out. Like, maybe in the beginning, but now not really. And I think this is a huge mistake because people, the Democrats have worked really, and the media has worked hard for the Me Too movement, broadcasting it. And it could hit a cost because... It only matters if it's politically convenient for the Democrats. So it's like, we believe you unless it's the other side. And that's what the media's image has been painting because of this. And it's very interesting to read what's been going on in the news stories because you can have a negative newspaper, but you can produce a million positives. So people are going to be seeing all the positives. And and one article on negative, like you're going to believe all the positives. Plus, if it's the news source you actively read you're gonna believe that because you're like oh this is a very reliable newspaper and now we have all this the more wedge against the two parties because now the trump campaign's going after biden probably because the democrats went after trump and kavanaugh so you're having this game now of like there are no winners and losers you're just having more of a debate and more partisan that you can't one, if this keeps going on, you're not going to be able to have any bipartisan things. You're not going to be able to have good conversations. You're just going to be compl- two different people. And it's just nothing's going to be able to change. Nothing's going to be able to happen. So it's just creating more partisan fights among everyone. And they're just going to be like, well, I'm not going to trust you because you're a Republican or vice versa. So that's never a good sign. Like, we need to all work together or it's going to be a disaster. We could have another civil war if we completely cross more partisan line, not be able to part, cross partisan lines and help each other. So let's review. Access to media has led Americans to forgive and forget. Biden, for example, has changed many positions in order to convince the American people and change his image because that he wants to align with their views and it's that he's a changed image. The media has hidden the skeletons really well by producing positive images, so we're almost all going to forget all those four, and they're not going to be relevant because, as we've seen with the last three, Biden's just going to follow because of that reason, and only having one-sided stories that you're going to focus on, especially depending on who's in power as well. Um, And the Democrats probably have made, a, and the Republicans have made huge mistakes on focusing on flaws because you're not showing, you're showing the flaws of the other person, not the positives of the candidate you want. I mean, also, you could see right through it if you do your research to uncover the skeletons, but most people are going to only read again what aligns with their views. And it'd be a different story if we started off this as let's forgive, it would be a different, another story, but this has become a dangerous game of compared to this, it's not bad. If you like a candidate and can get past the flaws, then vote for him. But this witch hunt game 
that the Democrats and the Republicans have done could be an issue because no one's been responsible for what their accusations are. The only accusation that has been um, able to be reprimanded because in recent recently is Nixon because he's the only recent president to be punished for his consequences because both parties could get on board that he was responsible for what he had done. But right now, this is going to happen. It's just going to continue the partisan fight. Thank you for listening to my podcast.